Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the College Loop, where we're doing our week one preview the day before. We're recording the Thursday, weirdly enough, but this is for Friday. And tomorrow, as this comes out, Auburn will play their first game of the season and the Hugh Freeze era. Tar, how you doing, buddy? Well, I didn't know it was Thursday since we're recording this on Wednesday, Dylan. Wednesday. Um, yeah. Sorry, okay. I've I've been you at a conference all week, so I'm all over the place. <laughs> I get that. I get that. I'm doing great, man. Football is tomorrow as the show is coming out. And we're joined today by UMass student journalist, the sports editor at the Daily Collegiate, Johnny Deppin, the bat, most badass name I've, I think I've known on the show. Um, Johnny, how are you doing, man? Welcome to the College Loop. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I'm doing pretty good. Good, good. Well, we're ready to we're ready to talk about some UMass uh, some sports, and that's why it's important, or UMass football, rather. And that's why it's important for us to reach out to you. Um, you're the guy that that's that's inside those those actual press conferences. knows, knows that team way better than we could ever pretend to. Um, there's only so much we know from watching film. Uh, you're you're around the program, and, and and you you really are the eyes on the inside. And it's important to support student journalists. You guys heard it right here on the College Loop. Support student journalists. I'm, I can't say that enough. I'm going to open the floor to, to you real quick, my man. Um, UMass already has a game under their belt. Week zero, um, went out to New Mexico and beat the New Mexico State Aggies. Fun fact, also an, another opponent for the Auburn Tigers later in the season. So a game that a lot of Auburn fans had their eyes on. Um, I went back and watched the condensed version. That, that's kind of how I went about that. But want to hear from you. What would you like? What didn't you like? Um, what are wh- where, Where's this team in comparison to where you expected they, them to be this year? So right now, that first week, um, it was pretty much an, almost an entirely new offense. Got so many people in the transfer portal. I mean, our starting quarterback for the Minutemen last season is now a tight end. Brought in uh, brought in a new uh, four-star recruit, Tyson. And it was just a completely different look than it was uh, a season ago. The offense was much smoother. Uh, there was an actual pass game. I think I looked back at the numbers. 2022 season opener, I think they ran – Four, no, they ran 11 pass plays the entire game. Uh, I think this time it was only 17, but, you know, that's that's improvement. Um, 
Their run game looks a lot better too. Uh, I think that's mostly in part due to the pass game being opened up. So now teams don't just expect the run up the middle or to the side every time. I get that. That UMass run game is still a focal point of their offense, though, and something that's going to be a reoccurring theme when we get back. Um, we talk about the Auburn side of this here. Is UMass? It, it's going to have to be a continual commitment to the running football, right? Yeah, yeah. This this is a team built on its run game. Uh, Don Brown, football guy, loves hard nose plays, loves fullback dives, loves linemen blocking for everyone, loves tight ends throwing the shoulder to get that running back an extra yard, like. This is a running team, and I think it's always going to be that way. I love the term football guy. Dylan, I'm, 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 I'm going to let you roll. Yeah, you brought up all those all those plays. That seems like a very hard-nosed way of like playing instantly 14. That's the fullback dives just because those are like cheesy plays to to play in that game. But, yeah, you bring up Tyson. And, uh, and I'm just going to go out. If Pumachan, right? This is- uh, I believe it's Pumachan. Pumachan. Oh, yeah, we weren't even close. Oh, yeah, right, we were right. way off. We tried. Uh, Tyson P, as I'm going to call him, uh, it brought a brought a new dimension to this UMass team that definitely was missing from last year. And it took one game to tie the win total from the previous season. Don't take that as a as a as a <laughs> any flack at all, but it's true. Uh, but what are your immediate thoughts going into this game? Uh, they just beat New, New Mexico State. Now you're going into Jordan Hare Stadium for Auburn's first game of the year under a new head coach. And they sold out crowd too, might I add. I don't expect the same result for the Minutemen. I'll say that much. <laughs> uh, I think they'll put up a fight. I think it's going to be a closer game than uh, people are predicting it right now. But I think they just got to stick to what they do well. And what they do well is running the ball. What they do well is play extremely good defense. So I think if they do those two things well, it'll be a closer game than people think. But I mean, it's an independent team against an SEC team. Like it's, it is what it is. I think. Sure. You know, I don't expect the same thing. Well, <laughs> let me walk you through something here, Johnny. And and look, I don't expect you to be uh, to be a hundred percent scouted out the Auburn Tigers at this point because, as you just mentioned, is a little bit of an independent versus an SEC team, independent on the road. Those recipes are not usually successful. Um, for 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 those G five independent teams, whether what what may what you, what it may be, Auburn's secondary is going to be a, a, a strong point for them this year. They've got a bunch of dudes they're going to play on Sundays, um, and and that's beyond starters. Auburn's running back room, that is going to that's it's the sexiest position group on the on the on, on the entire team. Uh, I mean, it, you've got quite literally, I'm not joking, five deep, um, and and all of those guys. We have an all Auburn has an all American kick returner and Brian Matee. Um, who also will be running the football. Smaller dude runs behind the pads, really uh, really physical guy, and also really shifty. There's going to be a commitment to the run game for Auburn, certainly. Um, and the, the the DBs will, will probably limit um, uh, the, the receiving core. But there are question marks and gray areas for, for Auburn fans that are really looking into this. UMass's commitment to running the football is scary as hell to an Auburn fan. Let me tell you why. This front seven. Has not played together one uh, a ton. There's a lot, a lot of new new faces and new places, and two, there are rumors and reports from inside of camp, uh, inside of camp, that Auburn can only stop the run when you put eight in the box. Not something you want to hear <laughs> for an SEC program, um, because as as I don't have to tell you for you to know, running the football well is the gold is, is not the gold standard; it is the standard in the SEC. Um. 
that is a, a point of concern for, for, for Auburn fans. And, and on the, on the, I'll get to the deep, excuse me, the, the offensive side of the ball here in a second. But what can UMass do that really Auburn fans should be paying attention to as, as a test for the front seven um, that, that a lot of people are concerned about? So last season, a lot of the run plays, there wasn't much variability in the run plays. A lot of the time it was like a running up the middle, running through a hole that the offensive line creates. This year, even just in that first game, I think I saw three more jet sweeps than I saw the entire season last year. There's big variety now in the type of run plays they call. Also, um, not that this has exactly everything to do with the run game, but I just thought of it. I think they maybe did one play under center in uh, 2022, and they had, I think, two or three of them in 2023 in that season opener against uh, New Mexico State. So I think just the variety, and it's it's not the same team as last year. Certainly. Uh, mixing up packages will always throw people off. Um, Dylan, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab another question real quick, and I'm going to let you, but I wanted to talk about – so I don't know if you've heard about this. Auburn got a shiny new quarterback this offseason. His name's Peyton Thorne. He's playing ball for Mel Tucker at Michigan State. Um, had a great 2021 campaign, a middle-of-the-road 2022 campaign. A lot of people think he's got the stuff. There's also a quarterback uh, right behind him by the name of Robbie Ashford who um, kind of took took the SEC by, like I won't say by storm, but by drizzle last year um, in, in, in terms of Really, the most athletic guy on Auburn's entire squad. There's no question about that. Got wheels. If he had a little bit more deep ball accuracy and, and could throw the mid range pass, uh, you could you could lock him as as a starter. But I think that's where Thorne wins. Now Peyton Thorne's going up against a, a secondary that it forced. Correct me if I'm wrong. Three interceptions in game one. Correct. Uh, I believe so. Let me just check one more time. Two interceptions. Two, intercep- two, interceptions, two interceptions. Yeah. Two interceptions. Three, three, three turnovers. Okay. Two, two, two interceptions. That is going to pose, and, and if I'm not mistaken, UMass pretty experienced in the, in the DB room, uh, a, an interesting threat for an unproven group of wide receivers. What is a successful outing for UMass on Saturday on the defensive side of the ball? What does that look like? I think if they're able to force uh, – I'm trying to think what's a number to land on. I think if they're able to force two turnovers combined – Against an SEC program, I think that's that would be a very successful day for them. Um, I'm not expecting another pick six. I'm not expecting another fumble uh, from the quarterback. I'm not expecting UMass picking the ball on the opening drive or the second open second drive, whatever it was. But I think for them to be successful, they or for them to keep the game competitive, I think they have to force at least two turnovers, whether it be fumble or interception. I like that, Dylan. Go ahead. And uh, Tar brought up Peyton Thorne, but I'm going to bring up the running back room that Auburn has with Jarquez Hunter, Brian Batiste, Demari Alston, Jeremiah Cobb, and the list goes on and Yeah, on the and list on. is long. It, it is long of dudes. It, it's very long. And going into the last game, uh, UMass uh, exceeded expectations but gave up 222 yards on the ground. Granted, one of those came off of two carries from one guy who got 95 yards combined. Is there a strategy that Don Brown has mentioned maybe in press conferences or maybe that you've probably seen from this defense or uh, uh, that can lead you to believe that all that UMass can have some success in stopping Auburn's run game? Something that I've noticed personally, not something that Don has said, but something that I've just noticed from watching the game is that he likes to, um, he likes to blitz a lot. He likes to get pressure on the quarterback. Uh, and that's a, both a good and a bad thing because if he guesses right and it's a pass play, a quarterback's kind of trapped, but, Sometimes, as you saw last Saturday in week zero, it can lead to big, big chunk gains uh, on the ground. 
So I think they got to find, like I've been saying the entire podcast, they got to find like a mix between of like, oh, we drop back here, play man here, we blitz here. Um, but they are, they're, they blitz a lot. So I think that can, uh, it, it helps and hurts. Sure. All right. Overarching question here. And I'm, I kind of, I'm kind of piggybacking off something I've already asked you, but what is a successful day for the UMass Minutemen on Saturday? I think two offensive touchdowns and two turnover, two forced turnovers. Is there a number that you that you'd like to see them hold Auburn to? I think if they can hold Auburn to thirty-five, that would be a successful day. That's that the number that popped in my head. Might be shooting a little high, but I think if they can hold them to thirty-five, that would be a good day for them on defense. Well, certainly the new clock rules are going to help. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there, there is that, and, and and I don't, I don't mean to sound like Auburn's picking on on a lower level opponent. We really do appreciate you coming on the on the, on the pod. Uh, I'm, I'm serious. It, it means a lot for us to be able to talk to not just uh, a student journalist, but talk to an editor over at uh, at, at UMass. That's that's pretty damn cool. Um, Thank you. There is an element, right? Um, that as Auburn fans. Um, you, you need to keep uh, keep this in perspective for those those who listen to the show routinely. All of our new UMass listeners, thanks to Johnny. Welcome. Welcome to the loop. Glad to have you. But I, there is an element of there's only so much you can do with the X's and the O's. Um, there is a huge element of the Jimmies and the Joes. Uh, Auburn, yes, has a completely new offensive line. It will be definitively different in sizing than the UMass defensive line. Um, the UMass front seven, more proven – than, than Auburn's front seven. I mean, that, that, that's that's a, a, a matter of fact. But will those stack up evenly? Probably not. Um, there there is an element of you get you had the opportunity to play SEC ball for a reason. Um, I'm I'm with you. I think I think two turnovers um, and and Hugh, if, if if UMass forces two turnovers on Auburn, which is not out of the picture, I don't think that's crazy. I certainly think you can book Auburn for one silly turnover. I, I think you can. Um, and whether that be a fumble in the open field uh, on, on like an arm tackle or a lazy pass uh, and, and kind of garbage time, which in my opinion should be late, mid, late third quarter and on. Um, I, I think that that's on the table. Yeah. But at the end of the day, keep in perspective, um, if that's the case, if there's two turnovers, you're going to get a very unhappy Hugh Freeze in that postgame press conference. Oh, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it, it, and, and justifiably, right? Uh, but I, I think you're right. I think that is a win for UMass. Don't look like you want to expand. Yeah, and just uh, I guess just to kind of wrap it all up, is there a player that you were looking that that you say needs to step up this game for UMass to like stay in it longer than they probably should be, or even even if you want to just make it more broad, a position group that needs to step up? I think if if the D line does what they're capable of doing, I think that they'll be able to. Definitely not stop Auburn's run game, but definitely like slow it down a little bit. So I think that's like it kind of on offense, the entire offense is on the back of the running backs. Uh, but on defense, I think it starts and ends with the D line. Guys, we might see the fastest football game we've ever seen if both teams are just going to run the hell out of the football. <laughs> um, game kicks at what, 230 Central? Yep. Yeah. 2.30 Central? Okay. You can you can book it. Um, I'll meet you at the cafe uh, at Sky Bar at 5, Dylan. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can you can book it all right johnny we really really appreciate you um giving giving us a breakdown on umass um friend of the program now by the way 
Oh, so, thank you for having me. Open open invite. Let's let's do some pickums. Uh, sure. But before before we get to that, can I get a score prediction out of you? Are you willing to give one for Saturday? Sure, yeah. yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, I'll give it. I'll go thirty-eight to ten. Thirty-eight. To, I like that. I, I I actually changed mine since last time because yeah. watching UMass play, I was like, oh, well, maybe I need to change it up a little bit. I, I did not give them enough credit. I got to knock mine down a little bit too because of the running clock aspect that I did not even yeah. think about. And then I, 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 when I watched the condensed game of UMass, uh, New Mexico State, and I realized it was only an hour 40 for the condensed game, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> these, these games are moving now. It's crazy how much different it is. All right, Dylan, you put together a list of 10 games. You know, are, 10 are we going to give our predictions for the, for the game? Did we both mm, just said we're going to? We gave them yesterday. Oh, that's right. We did give them yesterday. As the show's coming out, we'll have given them yesterday. <laughs> but yes, I did compose 10 games, I think, over this weekend. And even going beyond the weekend, Saturday through Monday, we get football from yesterday on Thursday all the way to Monday. That is five days of nonstop football. And I feel so bad for Lauren because she's not going to be able to talk to me. <laughs> For five days. <laughs> be watching poor Lawrence, uh, Dylan's girlfriend is going to realize Dylan's got his phone on Do Not Disturb and is actually using it as another screen. <laughs> <laughs> but this is time to kind of show off. You know, it, here's the college loop. I'd like keep you inside the loop in terms of Auburn sports. But for the for the for these videos, whenever we preview the weekends, we are going to take a look outside the loop. Yes, so 10 games. Starting with the Saturday slate of games, we're starting off at 11 a.m. when the Fresno State Bulldogs travel to Purdue in the first, uh, I want to say the first game of the, who is the court, who's the coach now for Purdue? It's not Jeff Brom anymore. He's now at Louisville, but the first game of Purdue's new era without Jeff Brom. They lost a lot of players, but they're still a three-and-a-half-point favorite. And Brian Walters. Brian Walters, and this I think this is his first stop as a head coach as well. I think he was a coordinator from Purdue last year. But I'm going to start with our guest, Mr. John. Who do you have Fresno State at Purdue? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com uh, I'll go Purdue. Purdue. That's a good good pick. This guy knows ball. I'm going. I'm going Purdue as well. I'm also going to stick with Purdue. I do think Fresno State can make this game probably a little closer than three and a half, but I think Purdue always finds a way to win games when they probably shouldn't. But Purdue losing a bye game would feel right. It would feel just right, especially 
Because you know they love to play. They love to play well against ranked teams, but those unranked teams always catch them slipping. No, they love to play well against ranked teams on Friday nights and teams that are ranked number two. Because they. <laughs> All right, on the second game on the slate, I have Northern Illinois at Boston College. Boston College is somehow an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Game's also at 11 o'clock in the morning. Tar, I'll let you hit this one. Yeah, it's going to be going to be interesting to see where Johnny goes with this one since this is a little in-state uh, school action for him. Uh, BC should be alert. Uh, Boston College will win this game. I don't think so. I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> really, gonna, that, that much of a believer in NIU, huh? Or that lack of a belief in Boston College? Let's call it a mix of both. <laughs> say, I'm gonna stick with the latter. I'm gonna rock with the NIU Huskies on this game. I think <laughs> I think that Boston College is gonna be one of the worst teams in the ACC. Didn't help they lost Phil Jerkovic to uh, Pitt as well. So give me the Huskies in this one. Boston College hanging out with Virginia this year, I see. Got it. <laughs> and up next, we have a little MW, uh, little Mountain West versus future Big Ten as the Boise State Broncos travel to Washington to take on another Husky, the number 10 Washington Huskies. This game is at 2.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, and Washington is a 14-point favorite. I'll open this one up. Um, I am not a Boise believer. I'm not. Um, I, I'm taking the Washington, I'm taking UW. Got to go Washington here. Yeah. You know, this guy knows ball. I will also be going Washington, but I do have Boise State winning the Mountain West Conference. I just think this is just not a, Ooh. not a fair game for them to start off with. Now for a game that's going to stay very true to my heart. If you know me, you know who I'm picking for this game as the UTSA Roadrunners travel to the Houston Cougars for a six o'clock kick. UTSA is a two-point favorite. I'll go ahead and start this off because I love UTSA. I love Jeff Trailer. Frank Harris is one of the best quarterbacks in college football. UTSA is going to take down the Eastern Cougars in a revenge game from last year. I thought you were going to add in the meet meep for a second there. Meet meep. Um, yeah. I think Houston's horrible this year. Oh, they're bad. Uh, I, th- I think Houston is really not going to be a good football program. Uh, so I will also take UTSA. I'll be a little different. I got Houston. I'll okay. Just be a little different. I like it. Sure. I think it's just going to show they chose the wrong team from Texas to bring up to the to the Big 12. Yeah, okay. Bring up the Roadrunners. They the, Alamo, the Alamo Dome deserves to be in a Power 5 conference. That is one of the opinions of all time. Notice I did not <laughs> say the greatest. <laughs> and now for a little Civil War that doesn't really – this game should be played more often. I got to be honest. As number 21, North Carolina – and South Carolina travel to Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte to play at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. UNC is only a two-and-a-half-point favorite for a game that's going to have the Gamecocks versus the Tar Heels. Johnny, you want this one? Yeah, I'll take it. I mean, they're ranked for a reason. Got to go UNC here. You see, that's not so fast, my friend, as, as, as Lee Corso would say. Um, UNC – should have a very successful campaign in the ACC this year. I think they're one of the better teams uh, in, in the country. They've got the guy at the helm, uh, a, a quarterback that can get it done. Um, but, damn it, I love me some Shane Beamer. And uh, that guy is pulling in dudes to play for the University of South, uh, South Carolina, regardless of how you may or may not feel about them. They're coming. They are, they are absolutely on the rise. Buy stock now in the Gamecocks. 
I think South Carolina wins this game by a touchdown. Yeah, I'm going to stick with you. I, I, I like how you said UNC is going to have a very successful season in the ACC. I think they're going to have a very successful season in the ACC offensively because Drake May is oh so gosh. him. Mac Brown is doing something over there. He's above average. He's above average. But, but Gene Chizik, not a good defensive but coordinator. But his defensive coordinator, Gene Chizik, <laughs> a former Auburn head coach who was carried by Gus Malzahn's scheme and Cam Newton to a national championship and is not a top five quarterback all time in Auburn football history. As someone no, else, you're right. Gene Chizik is not a top five Auburn quarterback. That is what he's not a top five Auburn coach of all time in Auburn history. Let me go and put that out there. Tar. That's taking shots at me, by the way, Johnny. In case you yes, it is very much so. Dude has a ring. All right, carried. All right, so UNC has no defense. This defense is bad, and South Carolina, if they can go off of the hype they wrapped up last season with beating Clemson and Tennessee. I think Beamer Ball is going to take this game. I got South Carolina. I'll agree with you for once. <laughs> and now to throw it down to further down south to Louisiana, South Alabama Jags travel to Louisiana to take this on number 24, Tulane, Green Wave. Tulane is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. This game is at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And, John, you go ahead and start this one off. Uh, Tulane. Yeah, I'm taking Southern. Tulane. Saw them in their game last year against UMass season opener. And I'll be honest, I haven't kept up tabs with Tulane this year, but seems like they're, they're still ranked. Seems like they're still going to be pretty good. So I got to take Tulane here. They've also got a guy at quarterback who's got the stuff. And for a minute there, Auburn thought it was going to be their quarterback. Um, so I'm rocking with Tulane in the green wave. I know you're going to take the South Alabama Jaguars. Go right not, ahead. Not so fast, my friend. Not yeah. so fast, my friend. South Alabama is returning, after, returning back to the Sun Belt, even though they should probably move up at some point soon because this team is good. Uh, their coach is good. Carter Bradley is a good, is really good quarterback. I think he's one of the best in the Sun Belt. I think South Alabama is going to win the Sun Belt, and I think their reign over the Fun Belt starts right here when they take down Tulane in their own stadium. I like Michael Pratt. I love Tulane. But they did lose a lot of talent to the to the draft. One of them being their running back from last year. So I'm going to rock with the Jags here. I I feel like there's a non-zero percent of you that that feels this way because your little sister goes to South Alabama. But that yeah. is not it whatsoever. <laughs> I actually do like South Alabama's football team. Okay, next, next, going to kick it coastal, uh, but the Los Angeles coastline as the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Travel to Los Angeles, take on the UCLA Bruins. UCLA is a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. New era at quarterback for the Bruins with Ethan Garber starting somehow over Dante Moore versus Grayson McCall for the Chanta Clears. This game is at 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So midnight is whenever everyone will be going to bed. This is part of the Hawaii Challenge. <laughs> Love it. Love the Hawaii Challenge. Johnny, you got it. This one's not going to be close. UCLA. Yeah, bloodbath. Right, three scores. Yep, bloodbath, UCLA. Yeah, losing Jamie Chadwell definitely is going to affect the Chanticleers more than uh, Grayson McCall returning. Uh, so, yeah, the Bruins are going to take this and hopefully be ranked soon and you know maybe give Dante more a chance. Question for you real quick, Johnny, while we're talking about Coastal Carolina, since apparently that's happening on the College League podcast right now. Um, Jamie Chadwell moving from Coastal Carolina to Liberty, lateral move, right? Super lateral. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like okay, so you're not, we're not the only ones that thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, that's a little yeah, 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 no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about it morally, 
with the morals. <laughs> I guess if, if, if it's your calling, like, go ahead. But. <laughs> and that wraps up the Saturday games. Now to go to Sunday, where there are three games going on, but two of these are way more fun than the other one. Uh, so starting off at 11 a.m. on Sunday, if you're not going to church that morning, you can watch Northwestern travel to Rutgers. For an 11 a.m. kick, Rutgers is a six and a half point favorite, and this is the battle for the bottom of the Big Ten. Gosh, I love this. <laughs> I'm gonna rock with the with the Scarlet Knights here. I don't think I, this game is gonna. This game could end three to two, and be awesome. Yes, I and, and I would I would watch it <laughs> for sure. Johnny, who you got? I got Rutgers. That's a that's a good call. Um, I'm I'm rocking with Rutgers too. I I'm anxiously looking forward to the live updates. Um, my girlfriend's parents are both alum of Rutgers. Um, yeah, shockingly, Johnny, I went to Alabama for school. I'm an Atlanta native. Went to Alabama looking for a nice Southern girl and wound up with a Jersey girl. Four and a half years later, here we are. Um, and her dad has a bobblehead Greg Schiano um, on his uh, in his man cave. And when Rutgers is winning, he gets to stand out by the TV. And when Rutgers is losing, he throws this damn Greg Schiano bobblehead into the drawer and slams it shut. I don't know how the head is still in one piece um, because Greg Schiano has been – that Greg Schiano has been through it. I mean, so is the real one. But, like, that one has been through it. Um, yeah, I like Rutgers in this one. Though. Rutgers, I, Rutgers sneaky team to win six games. Just saying. I, sure. If they're playing six F, FCS opponents, only six conference games, sure. Dude, they are a sneaky Gator Bowl potential team. If both of you think they're going to get to the Gator Bowl, that's a bit high high dollar for them. <laughs> <laughs> Tax now, bowl. now, if this was like uh, lacrosse, this would be a national championship matchup right here. <laughs> but to get to a better game going on on Sunday, better. Sunday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, you have the number five LSU Tigers as they travel to Orlando in the UCF stadium for whatever reason to play number eight Florida State Seminoles. I thought they were playing at Camping World. Yeah, that's Orlando. That's not UCF Stadium. Uh, well, Siri told me differently. I asked well, who played. Not correct here. So uh, we're going to let Johnny open this one up while you figure out that they're playing at Camping World Stadium instead of the bounce house. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is a tough one. I don't know. Um... I gotta de- defer to the the bookmakers on this one. I'll take LSU. You know, you're you're just brilliant. You really are, um, because LSU is the correct pick here. Dylan's about to sit here and tell tell you that Florida State's going to be LSU back back years, which is objectively not true. 
LSU is going to going to compete for the title of the SEC West. Uh, I, I have them going to Atlanta to play in the SEC championship. I have them beating Alabama again this year. Uh, I think they're the only team in the SEC built to compete with Georgia right now. Um, with Alabama uh, a little bit regression um, this year with Jalen Milrow at quarterback. Um, they've got a dude in Jaden Daniels at quarterback. Um, and and I'm not – this is no slight to Mike Norvell or Florida State, even though they're also not even going to win their conference, uh, in my in my opinion. Uh, but LSU and, – and I think LSU by a touchdown, um, a touchdown plus, just because LSU should have won that ballgame last year. <laughs> Don't. Now, now, Tara, you think you yeah. know me. You yeah, think I'd... you do, but you don't. I'm taking the LSU Tigers here. I think they're going to win Apple. close, but I do have Florida State in my playoffs. This is going to be the only loss on Florida State's resume going into that college ball playoff when they win the ACC. Okay. Wrong. Also wrong, but that's okay. I know. Basically correct. Uh, but some of us some of us are free thinkers here who don't just pick the favorites to win the conferences. <laughs> Tar. All right, now to wrap up the prediction roundabout, we got the Monday game, which is a good slate. number nine, Clemson, who's a 13-point favorite as they travel to North Carolina to take on the Duke Blue Devils, who are coming off a very, very awesome season with Riley Leonard, who returned, who was another quarterback that was rumored to tra- enter the transfer portal and come to Auburn as well. And this game is at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. All right, Johnny, who you got? Clemson, blowout. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, Duke made a lot of strides last year. They really did. Uh, they, they were just downright good football team last year. I think they will be again, again this year. Clemson covers the hell out of this spread um, and, and, and starts their revenge tour to return back to the college football playoff. Uh, and, and it starts on Monday. I'm also a little bit hurt, Dylan that you didn't include the electric matchup of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and Louisville Cardinals on Friday night. Um, I I'll, won't hold it against you, but I'm I'm a little hurt. I tried to do the games that people would be like, watch the show and then go into the games on Saturday. That's how I tried well, to do it. They're going to watch this show on Friday, and then they're just not going to have a prediction. Well, Even, it's, it's going to be awesome. absolutely that, hammer that the Louisville Cardinals to upset me. Let's <laughs> say, we're going to already just say it. This is coming out the day that Louisville has already beaten the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. But what? look, look this at this is... game. Yeah. As people are watching this, Louisville's already beaten Georgia Tech. My brother in Christ. No, they have not. Yes, they have. They play on uh, Friday night. Mentally. It's coming it's out on Friday, Friday night. night. It comes out on Friday. Yeah, they play on Friday night. <laughs> I know. And they've already won. You are – I need to check your BAC before we record next time. <laughs> it's crazy. Louisville's going to win by 40. Tell, go just out. go ahead and tell me how Duke's going to upset Clemson because you're an absolute avid Dabo Sweeney hater. I'm not an avid Dabo Sweeney hater. I just very much dislike him, very much so. I don't think it's going to be okay. a blowout right off the bat. I think it's going to be a very close game up to probably the, the second half, quarter, yeah. Up till halftime, yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike Elko is doing great at Duke. I think he has turned that program around, but this schedule is not forgiving whatsoever to duke uh last year i think they went what eight and four last year eight and four uh yeah this year uh you got clemson week one you got notre dame on the schedule you got nc state who's on the up and up florida state louisville wake forest north carolina ouch and Pitt. uh yeah duke's not gonna have a great season but it's gonna be a pretty good team no matter what the record says uh i think they're gonna give clemson a little bit of hell 
but I ultimately just think Clemson might just run away with this in the second half. I think it's going to be a little bit. I think it's going to be re- re- very reminiscent of last year's Clemson Tech game. No, three Clemson three scores, easy, easy. Uh, All right, that wraps it up for our college football predictions around the NCAA. Johnny, thank you so much for joining us today. Tell everybody where they can find you, where they can check out your work, where they can support you, where they can follow you a lot, follow along with you. Uh, I'm on Twitter uh, at jdeppen101. Uh, you can find me dailycollegian.com. Yeah. There we go. Absolutely. <laughs> those, like those make, sure, <laughs> make sure to go give them a follow. Um, if you're hanging out with us here on the College Loop, uh, college football is here, folks. Auburn football is back. Congratulations. You made it through the long, long, long waiting period. And we are just as excited as you are because, oh, my gosh, are we ready for new content? That might be – I might be more excited about that than I am about the game. <laughs> <laughs> that that might be part of it. Johnny, I know you get it. You can only talk about offseason stuff so long. Oh, um, yeah. It, it gets brutal. I'm Harrison Tarr, at by Harrison Tarr on the Bird app, uh, X, whatever you want to call it nowadays. I'm also at by Harrison Tarr on threads if you want to come hang out with me there. If you're watching the YouTube stream, make sure you like, subscribe, ring the bell, and drop comments. Give us your score predictions, final score predictions. We need those final submissions for tomorrow. And if you disagree with anything that Dylan said, because surely you're never going to disagree with me because our comments are absolutely generous to me all the time, not. Um, Make sure you give your feedback. Um, so go support Johnny and make sure you check out all of his work and the great work from all of the UMass student journalists as well as our student journalists here at Auburn. So make sure you do that. Dylan, tell me where they can find you. Love you, support you, and let's get out of here. Yeah, And I'm Dylan Lark at you, the Tank, on Twitter or X. It redirects. It's just right there, too, if you're looking for it. It's also in the description below where you can also get your own Feeling Loopy shirt. Get those because it's going to be a great game day necessity. I'm going to throw a little graphics for you all, too. You all can look at them. Look at those. Those are beautiful. Go to thewarreport.com. Go to the shop. Get your, your own Feeling Loopy shirt. And follow us here on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe. Leave your predictions for the game. Leave your predictions for the 10 games we just predicted uh, about five minutes ago. And, of course, if you're tired of seeing our faces, if you're sick of it, I get it. Look at Tar. I would be just sick of it, too. I, I have to watch with a sticky note on my screen at every given time, just covering up that right corner of the screen. So go check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music to hear the audio versions as well. Also have us on social medias at Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, here on YouTube. Like, comment, and subscribe. Cannot emphasize that enough. But with all of that being said, this has been the College Loop Game Day Special.